Today's Leading Women episode 435 with the wonderful Nisha Salne. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Nisha Sane. Nisha Sane is the founder of SNS Design Inc., specializes in the development of successful consumer products from an idea to retail. It includes home appliances, housewares, consumer electronics, furniture, and lifestyle products. SNSdesigns.com helps companies and individuals bring ideas into existence. Nisha has a wide array of experience working with entrepreneurs, companies, and manufacturers in the United States, Switzerland, Japan, Israel, India, Brazil, Argentina, Italy, Hong Kong, and China. So women of the world, Ms. Nisha Sauni, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marie. It's a pleasure to be on your show. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Nisha, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with SNS Designs. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, this what equity to knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. Mm -hmm. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Sure. Um, so I have almost now 15 years of experience in product design. And I have designed a wide variety of products from baby cribs made in Italy to fully functional electric car charging stations. And I've also done single-serve Zips wine glass to iPhone cases of built-in earphones. So it's a huge variety of products, and I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and mid-sized manufacturers, large company, and uh, it's a whole lot of experience and fun to work with such wide variety of uh, clientele. And my niche is our design process, how I bring their ideas to market from start to end, basically design products that sell and not just concepts that sit on the table. So that's, that's also my passion to basically whatever we design, it has to sell and appeal to mass market and improve the use, user experience, inspire them, and have um, a good durability of the product that lasts for a longer period of time rather than just one-time use. 
Yes, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how you birth it, what it is right now, the passion that you have in designing these products and also now helping business owners, helping others to bring their ideas into life, into existence and putting it out there. Great that you shared that one with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? It's been a long journey, and I have to say that I started designing when I was in my ninth grade. I designed like a bunk bed uh, just to create something unique for a small space. And I don't know why I started doing that, but creativity, I think, started right from the beginning. And I sold handmade greeting cards. I've always been freelancing on my side, like while I was in school. I've done architecture, like bachelor's in architecture and master's in industrial design, but I've always done various things on the side, like exhibition design, interior design, gate designs, you name it. So I think it just inspires me to do wide variety of things because you get inspiration from different products and you can apply it to a different product or an idea from one space to another space. Um, so it's it's really fun to combine things together and come up with something unique. So I love to design meaningful, practical, and beautiful products that improve lifestyle, user experience, and inspire people to think differently and have a vision like, okay, we have something. How do we make it nicer, beautiful, less complicated, and less landfill, or have a better understanding that everyone can use it, not just for one particular uh, category of people. So I also have to make sure while I do all these things, how I can reduce manufacturing cost and at every step of my design process and make it very cost effective at the end, um, because that's the key that everyone wants. Uh, or whoever I met, like all the entrepreneurs I met, they they will have they need help to bring their ideas into existence. But also, we have to understand the financial aspect. How do we make it happen with the budget they have, or how do we pull in money? And then the manufacturing costs. How do you save money on that so ultimately they can also make money uh, at the end by selling the product? And this is like um, fun very fun way to work with people and it's a challenging process because sometimes we get different projects and so like a learning curve for us but all these things are very inspirational and every day working with so many entrepreneurs on various projects is just a lot of fun and and I love the challenge that brings uh, along with working with them so it's it's my responsibility um, or I feel that this is my responsibility to, they came to me to help them um, give life to their ideas or, or um, their their thought process. So I love doing that and it's kind of inspirational to me and the challenge is also inspires me. Mm, I love uh, what you've shared with us and I can feel the passion that you have. I mean, your passion for design, for creating some meaningful things that inspires others, you know, helping these entrepreneurs bring life to their ideas, to their thought process and making, uh, helping them not only just that one, but also to make it to to a product, for example, if that's what they want. And great, they share the one with us because there's a beauty, there's a, and a great lesson in here for our listeners to really create that vision for yourself. 
yourself what really inspires you doing this business why are you in business because that will be that will guide you and that will really sustain you as you go forward with your business so great that you shared along with us now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Absolutely. Uh, I think the most important thing is to research. Be proactive by performing thorough research as much as you can because you need to dig in um, what exists, uh, what technology exists, what are the other things that's in the market, what are the similar products in the market, as much as you can, because research is the base for anything innovative. So you, you, you get a lot of inspiration, you get a lot of ideas, as well as you know what exists, how you can make something very different and very unique, or maybe that product doesn't even exist or that idea doesn't even exist. So you need to know where it's coming. And if also it gives you a reason why it, the new idea or product should exist. So research is a big part of um, my design process, which helps me keep me separate. Plus, working with so many wide variety of products, it helps me understand what exists in what industry and how we can implement certain ideas from others to improve a new product or innovate a new product or redesign something. So um, research is a big part of me. And build connections with the right people. That's another biggest thing you need, that you have to have connections with the right people. Um, because it's uh, for my clients, they put a lot of energy and money into it. And we have to make sure each and every step what we are taking makes sense. And the cost which is allocated to it also makes sense. So having right people on your team Experts on your team and resourceful people around you is another key key point in a successful business. And mm-hmm. the third thing I would think is begin with an end in mind, like a holistic approach. So clients come to me that, oh, I have one product. I want this product to do just one thing. And I have to think much broader, um, well, like, this is not one product. You have to create a family of product. Or if it's just one product, then you have to cater to a much larger market than just one small targeted market. Um, and I changed a lot of my clients' design scope at, right at the initial stage that this is how it should work. So I know the industry. I've been in this industry for a long time. And I help them give a very holistic approach this is what we can do and not just start with one thing and just stop after some few steps. So it's, it's very important to understand what is the end of this? Like how far do you want to go? So it's, uh, so I teach my clients to envision a longevity, longevity of the product rather than just thinking small time. Hmm. 
Mm, all right, so that's being proactive and doing your research, building connection with the right people and experts, and begin with the end in mind. Great personal qualities to hear that Nisha just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate this and adapt them in our lives. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Wow. <laughs> Being creative person is a bigger challenge. <laughs> you you like to create, you like to design everything by yourself. So that's the toughest thing for me. I love to do everything by myself. And um, it's it's interesting because initially it's like, I am the best in everything. <laughs> I had to let go that part and uh, basically give authority to other people and trust other people and their knowledge. So I've uh, done that for a couple of years now. I'm getting better at it. Uh, but that was the biggest challenge that I'm good at everything. I need to do everything. Otherwise, it's not going to go well. So that was one of the biggest challenges. And the second thing was there's so many things to do in day that it's Sometimes you feel guilty, like, oh, my God, I didn't finish this one. I didn't do this one. This is more important. That's more important. So it was uh, it was tough to do everything one day. And as, an, as a business owner, an entrepreneur, this, uh, it's like 24 hours. You have to work on different, different things, marketing, advertising, all your, your business growth, all your clients or prospecting. It's never ending. So what I... One is prioritizing and just picking only four to five things to do in a day. Um, that's the best way you can work. And everything else, they just drop that day. And then if it's important, it'll pop up again. Otherwise, you just leave it for the next month and don't even look at it. So that's how I started prioritizing and simplifying my life. Uh, so that was a big challenge because you want to do everything at the same time. And the third thing is, as a creative person, I have my own personal projects and I have so many ideas myself. So, so they are all patent pending and I have to schedule some hours for my personal project. And it's, it's really tough. Like as a person or I don't know if it's a, for a woman or we, we think that, oh, we need to give uh, to other people my client. I have to take care of them. I have to take care of other people first then. Uh, and we'll think about our stuff later. So I really had to prioritize or schedule my projects versus my client projects. So it's been a very difficult um, choice to make. And what I have decided is, is I can only do my personal projects on the weekends or after hours. So that's all I have. So I have few hours for my my own projects versus my client's projects. So. It's a, it's a challenge, um, but uh, you do your best, and that's it. 
Yes, and yes, I want to agree with what you said about being an entrepreneur. We are creative individuals, and sometimes that's a bad thing in a way. It's a challenge because we have so many ideas that we want to create, and letting go of that control to other people is is a difficult thing because we feel like, oh, we have to do everything that I can do this better than anyone else. But it's, oh, it's really learning to let go of those control and then uh, being able to delegate or outsource some of the tasks. I can totally relate to what uh, Nisha just shared with us about that one because I feel like in the beginning I I feel like I I'm the only one who can do this this the best not knowing and not realizing that other people too have skills and there are areas in our, our business that we can delegate or we can outsource and uh, yes it's all about prioritizing us and like what Nisha just shared with us prioritize those um, and schedule them so that you have time to not only do not only your personal projects but also your clients projects as well and on your passion because th- if this is the passion that you have it is not no longer going to be you're not going to look at it as work anymore it is a passionate thing that you do and you love doing it but it's it's a balance between you know finding a schedule and finding the time to do both so great lessons in those challenges that you've shared with us and you touched upon a little bit about uh, about uh, work-life balance uh, in, in terms of prioritizing and scheduling and I would love for you to share with us some of the ways that you deal with work-life balance and some of the tips that you do that can uh, that our listeners can learn from as well hmm. that's another interesting um case of work and personal life balance it's it's always um very difficult to make that balance because uh, you end up uh, you end up making choices and then you feel guilty about that oh i should have worked more versus i should have spent more time with my family so i had i used to have this guilty feeling before but now i just decided that i just have to make choices that makes me feel really good if i feel to work i work all night or if i feel that i need to get more sleep or rest and that's more important today i just go to bed so it's i just try to make my life simple and easy otherwise you always feel guilty that you left something or the other thing and you know i just go with the flow and if i love to spend time with my family today uh and if i know no deadlines then i go with my family um but it's it's hard like there's there's no 50-50% like balance in personal and business so i just pick what's the most important uh thing for me to do today in business and in personal and i just work work it out make sure that that is done first and then the rest can flow so if it's my kids then i have to give more interest to my kids education or or have to spend time with them going to school that's more important today i'll just take that versus if i have a client deadline and um, then i have to make sure that that's more important right now so i have to really prioritize and see what's more important what's more urgent versus what's not important and not urgent so i just put them on the list every morning and i just focus on the top most most important and most urgent thing and just so follow through and make sure that those are complete that day so it can involve personal or business um so i just go with the flow there's no like sharp separation between business and personal that's that's how i balance my life and work 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's all about prioritizing what's important to you, what's urgent to you. I think that's the bottom line here, what Nisha just shared with us, because this work-life balance, I don't believe that there is such a perfect balance. Instead of striving for perfect balance, which is not, uh, there is no such thing as we have to integrate our work and life. We have to prioritize what's important to us. We have to know and schedule what are important to us and give time to those. I think that's the bottom line here in terms of this work life balance a great takeaway there now let's talk about success and what success mean to you your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life now would like to also say that success is a mindset i can have ten dollars in my pocket but my mind feels like a millionaire i feel great about myself and i'm moving forward the opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable so am i successful financially yes individually probably not so in your journey as an entrepreneur what does success mean to you and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success well uh yes i don't consider myself successful in terms of money but my success is the first having a caring loving family and great clients success is business for me is to bring my clients dreams to life and basically how I can inspire as many as people I meet and how I can ignite that fire within them because I feel that everyone has some kind of fire inside their gut that they really want to do something extraordinary in life and how I can inspire them, how I can wake them up. I think that gives me a lot of um, satisfaction and just makes me feel so good. So. Um, in, in the sense of success, like moving forward, like how do I measure successes in terms of family that I have a very nice, caring, loving husband and kid, so that's, and my parents are awesome. So that's, that's a great success for me, and I want to keep that success throughout my life. In terms of business, I have amazing clients, and for me, is uh, to have success on my client side is to make sure that their dreams are coming to life and I can really make them visualize how far they can reach, uh, how far, how high they can go or fly. And because for their business success, it's also related to their personal success. So it's kind of all uh, related. So business versus financial versus family, they all have to be a little balanced. If you just make tons of money and your family is not happy, that's not success. And Or if uh, your family is great, loving, caring, but you're not able to support them, that's also not success because eventually something will bring issues. So I see success like a little more balance in family and the business um, for everyone. Hmm, I Yes, I love your perspective on success. I mean, the balance between your personal and business life, having a caring and loving family, being able to bring your clients' ideas and dreams into life, into reality, into existence, being able to inspire others with what you do. Great perspective there. Thanks for sharing. 
Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past, Nisha. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success, or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs, knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Absolutely. I think the first, the most important thing is do what you really love to do and you will never get bored doing this. That's the most important thing. So if you are, if you love cooking, just make sure that you explore the complete world out of cooking. You know everything about taste, a variety of foods, vegetables or anything. Or if you're doing uh, baking, then you know to know everything about baking. So just explore the complete world about what you really love to do and be an expert in that. That's the most important thing. The second is do not hesitate to ask for help from anyone for anything. Um, I've learned this and being in New York, it's amazing how many people you meet and you just have to ask them. And I have few um, questions like or issues which I wanted to deal with. I just go to my client and ask them and I get amazing, for example, business attorneys. So it's, it's amazing how they're well connected and you never know how they can help you if you don't ask them. So just do not hesitate to ask for help. That's the second most important thing. And the third important thing is uh, say no to things you really don't want to like to do. That's the hardest part, but it's the most important part because if you don't say no and if you keep saying yes to everything, then you're basically filling up your time and space with things you really don't want. And if you say no, it just opens up doors for something really nice and positive something big that you really want to do. So say no to things that you don't want and it will open up doors for things you really like to do. That's the third most important thing. Hmm, golden nuggets in those tips that you shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to do what you really love to do and be an expert at it. I cannot stress this enough. Find what you're passionate about and find a way to monetize and be really good at it. And then the second one is to not hesitate on or being afraid to ask for help. It's all about reaching out, asking people because people are very helpful by nature. We are helpful by nature. It's all about asking and not hesitating to ask and not being afraid to ask for help, for support, for what it is that you need, because you never know who is that person who's going to help you. And then the third one, of course, is to say no to things that you don't want. This is really huge. I love that you shared that one with us, because sometimes we feel like we have to do everything though, everything that we have to do. I mean, whether that we like it or not, we have to do it. But it's really important to set the boundaries, say no to things that you don't want, say no to things that you don't like doing, that you don't enjoy doing, and, and let others do that, outsource those or delegate those that, are, that you don't love or you don't like doing. Great tips there that we can all take action on today. So I'll make sure to have those on our show notes. 
Last but not the least, Nisha, I'd love for you to share our listeners what's one big benefit they can get with your product or your service or and where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there. Mm, that's interesting. I have a couple of them. <laughs> so don't wait too long to bring their ideas to market or the ideas to life. Don't wait too long. If you have something in your head, just Go at it and make it happen. Uh, the second thing with our company, with all my connections, I can really help in manufacturing and retail industry. So we can really make it a big success. If your idea is unique and something very different, and or we can make it different, uh, and if there is a big need for it, we can definitely make a big success. I have a lot of connections in the industry. And uh, we can basically... Um, for, I'll give you an example. We created a single serve wine glass called Zips from concept to packaging, the investor presentation, manufacturing, uh, and prototyping. And now they got the biggest deal in the history of Shark Tank. And the company is now more than $50 million. So a simple idea can be a big success. So we just have to start working on it rather than just dreaming about it. Some people take too long, like two years or seven years sitting on it, and it can be such a great idea uh, that you can really make a big success. So don't wait and if come to us, and whatever we can help you with will definitely help you. Mm-hmm. And uh, where can they learn more about you and your company? Absolutely, yeah. You can go to our website, it's www.snsdesign.com. So it's S as in Sam and as in Nancy, S as in Sam, design.com. And you can email us at info at snsdesign.com or just give us a call at uh, 212-731-0833. All right, so that's so, um, yeah. snsdesigns.com, S as in Sam, and as in Nancy, S as in Sam, design.com. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes for our listeners out there, especially for our business owners and entrepreneurs who are in this uh, product category of business and would love to l- learn more about how uh, Nisha and her company can, uh, can help you with idea to, to fruition of your, uh, of your product uh, ideas and uh, thought and and all of the other things that are included in it, like packaging, for example, I'd love for you to go there now, snsdesign.com. Reach out to Nisha and her company. You can also email them at intro at snsdesign.com or you can call them at 212-731-0833. Again, the link is www.snsdesign.com. Nisha, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much, Mary. It's a pleasure to be on your show, and I am so delighted to inspire more women and more entrepreneurs And if anything, I can help inspire them more. Just feel free to contact me or send me an email. I'll be very happy. 
All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.